All right, all right, all right. It's medication time. It's medication time. It's time for another Dr. Farrar podcast. We host Dr. Gavarga. This episode will be reviewing Elvis, which is a 2022 biographical musical drama film directed by Baz Luhrmann. It follows the uh, life of rock and roll icon, singer, and actor Elvis Presley. That's told uh, from the perspective of his manager, Colonel Tom Parker, uh, whose financial abuse of him is a major focus of the film. It stars Austin Butler in the role of Elvis as with uh, Tom Hanks as Parker, and also stars um, Olivia DeJohn, Helen Thompson, Richard Roxburg, Kelvin Harrison Jr., David Wynham, and Cody Smith-McPhee. This film premiered at the Cannes Film Festival on May 25th, 2022. It was first released in Australia on June 23rd, 2022, and in the United States on June 24th, 2022 by Warner Brothers Pictures. And it's now on HBO Max. So uh, let me uh, go into this one. Here's what happened in the movie. And then I'll give my uh, uh, review at the uh, at the end of all this. On January, January 20th, 1987, Elvis' former manager, Tom, uh, Colonel Tom Parker, is on his deathbed having suffered a stroke. Nursing a gambling addiction that has left him destitute. He looks back on how he first met the future king of rock and roll. Raised mostly by his doting mother, Gladys, Presley spent his childhood in the poorest parts of Mississippi. He finds an escape in the comic book adventures of Captain Marvel Jr. and especially in song. However, once he moves with his parents to Memphis, he is ridiculed by his peers due to his fascination with African-American music of Memphis's Beale Street. At this time, Parker is a carnival huckster who fancies himself a modern-day P.T. Barnum. Although Parker is partnered with country singer Hank Snow, Parker immediately realizes Elvis... Presley's uh, crossover potential when he hears the white artist sounding black in a groundbreaking single. That's all right. Then he sees Presley at a Louisiana Hayride performance, finding him uh, a talented musician with strong sex appeal. At a Ferris wheel, Parker meets with Presley and persuades him to let him take exclusive control of his career, beginning a meteoric ascent and sees Presley, the Presley family lifted out of poverty. The regional public is divided in their view of the singer. Segregationist uh, Southern Democrat Mississippi Senator James Eastland expresses the idea that Presley's music will corrupt white children, stoking racial hostility. Eastland calls Parker to an informal hearing during which he questions Parker about his mysterious past. After Presley's charged dance moves at a concert, the, facer, uh, the singer faces potential legal trouble. Parker persuades the government to draft Presley in the U.S. Army instead to avoid legal entanglements. During his military service in West Germany, Presley is devastated by his mother's alcoholism-induced death. Presley finds some solace when he meets Priscilla, Priscilla uh, Bolio. After his discharge, he resumes his movie career, and years later, he marries Priscilla. As the popular culture of the 1960s passed him by, Presley is heartbroken by the assassinations of Martin Luther King Jr. and Robert F. Kennedy. While he wants to become more politically outspoken in his music, Parker only allows him to release frivolous feel-good songs. Presley eventually decides to revamp his image with the help of an outside group of consultants directing, redirecting a corporate-sponsored Christmas special television shoot into a career revival based on the return of older songs and direct acknowledgement of Presley's use of sexually, sexuality and performance via wardrobe choice, an all-black leather performance outfit. The film depicts performance choices in the special, including the closing number, If I Can Dream, as being presented and perceived by the acts of political commentary. Corporate sponsors are infuriated and threatened litigation while Parker is disgusted, believing Presley may have been brainwashed by hippies. Nevertheless, the show was a massive hit. Into the special, Presley headlines the largest showroom in Las Vegas International Hotel and resumes concert tours. 
uh, Colonel Parker's control of Presley's life becomes even stronger as he refuses Presley's request for a world tour despite initially promising him and tricks him into signing a lengthy uh, Las Vegas casino residency. Presley's behavioral issues and prescription drug addiction overtake him and despondent Priscilla divorces him in January 8, 1973, taking her daughter Lisa Marie with her. Priscilla discovers that Parker cannot leave the country because he is a stateless illegal immigrant named Andreas Van Fujik. They argue and Parker convinces Presley that the two need to each other. They rarely see each other afterward, though Parker continues his role as manager. Presley continues a regular schedule of shows that leaves him increasingly exhausted. In 1974, before his death on August 16, 1977, Presley expresses his greatest fear to Priscilla, and no one will remember him after he's gone. One of his final shows, Presley, now bloated and pale, sings Unchained Melody and ends the performance with thunderous applause. As he finishes his recollection, Colonel Tom Parker by, dies on January 21st, 1997, impoverished and alone while Everest Presley's beloved worldwide is the best-selling solo artist in history. Okay, this wasn't Bohemian Rhapsody good, but it was all right. Um, could have been better, but I don't think there's too much I could have done more with it. So um, I think this one was overall pretty good, just not a elite level. Like uh, Bohemian Rhapsody or something like that. Peace out, peeps. Have a good one, Dr. Farrow. Podcast, being a force, because I'm really creators, well. And boys, having a great week. Peace and love, peeps.